You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, yo, ambitious, the go-getters, the handle business, the up and rising, this is... The motivation, the dedication, the inspiration, this is... What's up? It's episode four of 30 Flirty and Thriving. Today's episode is officially titled Cuffing Season versus Summer Fling. But really, it's just about dating, love, marriage, relationships, and everything in between. Before we get started officially, I do want to take a moment to shout out to our sponsor. Um, if you can't seem to get ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. It's a special program that actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. So call for a free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more on credit card debt, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective for you. Call for free information and find out more now. 1-800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for the information. So don't wait to call 1-800-218-7170. That is 1-800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved. Call 1-800-218-7170 today. So everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Actually, this is the first show that I've actually gotten nervous about, and I'm not really sure why. Uh, but we have some guests on the show, and, I've, and this is also the first show that we have had males on the show. We actually are outnumbered. We have three males on the show and only two females, so it's a little different, but I'm so excited to have their perspective. So I'm going to go ahead and let everyone introduce themselves. We can start with Devon, because he's he's <laughs> I know him from um, the In Detroit podcast. He's the head intern over there. Did a great job, so tell us. Well, thank you. Uh, so yeah, I work at uh, the In Detroit wait, 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 podcast. Wait, 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 wait. What's your name? You got to introduce oh, I'm yourself. I'm Devon Piercefield. All right. Yeah. I am 19. Turns 20 in September, in case anybody wanted to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm working at uh, the podcast, Indie Trade Podcast, right now as an intern, head intern, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I also work at the Siren Hotel. I just got uh, finished my classes in film production, uh, graphic design, and drone technology. So yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And our next guest. First of all, let me say I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you for having me. Um, I go by the name of Juan. A lot of people call me Down Juan. I'm a former member of the Olympic Music Group. A lot of people are familiar with that, but right now I work as an HVAC at University of Michigan. So I'm just here to lend a male perspective. Hopefully I can help some people out. Awesome. All right. And the next guest. How's everybody doing? It's your boy, Christian Nelson. Um, Great Lakes, Michigan's uh, um, singer, songwriter, ghostwriter, um, and also a CEO of Salute Brand International LLC and uh, entrepreneur. And I'm glad to be here, too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We're now the only other lady. <laughs> Ladies last. Um, my name is Alex. I am also an entrepreneur, originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hey. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I now am the co-founder of 
a business called um, Detroit Mama Hub, where we try to help moms across the city get access to resources, meet one another, um, just and live their best lives, basically. And when I'm not working on that, dabbling in a little bit of yoga, um, taking care of my five-year-old, and being a newlywed. Awesome. So excited. I have the dopest fucking people on my show, I swear. (laughs) Every time I'm like, yes. Um, all right, good. So let's get right into it. So first, let me let me tell you before I did a little prep for this show, which I normally don't do. But again, for whatever reason, I was somewhat nervous about this show. So I actually started looking up like what are terms and definitions that you need to know for dating in 2018. And I found this article on Cosmopolitan magazine, which is, you know, probably already says it enough. But let's talk about some of these terms. So I have Caspering. Do you does everyone know what Caspering means? Like ghosting? It's like ghosting, but it's like a friendly ghosting. <laughs> Apparently, Caspering <laughs> is a friendlier form of ghosting where they they usually reply very nicely to your text. It's almost like friend zoning. Like, they're not completely ghosting, but they okay. it's a friendly way to do it. Mm-hmm. What about dater view? Y'all know what a dater view is? Mm-mm. No. It's like that first date when you, you're you barraged with a line of questioning. It's like, oh, so what do you do? Where do you live? How many kids do you have? Like all of this is a date review. You go on an interview to see if this person is a potential match for you. Um, then we have catch and release. Anybody ever heard of catch and release? No. Nope. Okay, so where do they get this shit then? If none of us know what mm-hmm. it's from. Okay, so catch and release apparently is where someone puts all their effort into pulling you and then they catch you and then they just lose interest. So then there's cushioning. When you keep flirting with a few cushions or prospects just in case your current situation kind of implodes, so you got some backups, um, so you have a roster, you know, whatever. Okay. okay, so I thought this was funny, and I know all of my ladies are guilty of this shit. It's called dick sand. <laughs> Anybody heard of <laughs> So dick sand is where, well, this is the official definition from Cosmo. An extremely powerful force that can make a woman become so preoccupied with the guy she's hooking up with that she loses sight of her own identity and disappears on all her friends. Tell me you ain't had dick good enough that makes you tell your girls, oh, I can't go out tonight. I'm sorry. Like, if you say no, you're lying. (laughs) Um, Then there's love bombing. And this is when someone does over-the-top affection, gifts, and all of this during the beginning of the relationship as an attempt to build trust. But then they have, like, an unhealthy level of control over you. Like, they're just trying to get in with you. That's Um, called being old. It's called being old. What you mean? That's what old men do, ain't it? <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think there's a certain, um, but I think when it's malicious, or not necessarily malicious, but if like their intent is just to like basically trap you or trick you by get doing all of this stuff, then I think it's, it's, it's no longer um, being, you know, courting someone. It's no longer just being chivalrous. It's just being kind of, a, a, I don't know. Whatever. Apparently, it's being a love bomber. Uh, <laughs> um, matrimonia, excessive enthusiasm for weddings, subbing. Is sub, everybody knows what that is. Subtweeting and shit like that on Facebook. Peacocking, dressing up in order to gain intention, uh, attention. And then nonversation, which is uninspired banter or small talk with a dating app match that pretty much goes nowhere. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, and then zombieing. So this is like, you know, you haven't talked to somebody in a while and then they hit you with that, hey, big head. Like, who you? like what? Zombieing. So I thought that was funny because I was like, you know, looking into this and I'm like, I made the title Cuffing Season versus Summer Fling. But I'm like, you know how long it took me to figure out what the hell cuffing meant? Like, I'm kind of embarrassed. But then I was like, oh, it's like handcuffs. That means like they got you. <laughs> so now, So now we've established that. So we are officially... Something. We're officially moving in, right, from cuffing season mm. to summer flings. 
That's mm-hmm. that's the season. Now is the time where everybody's high and they out and you know meeting new people and nobody's cooped up in the house making babies this no more. <laughs> so so let's talk about it. Now, Christian, I've known you for like ever. Yeah, definitely. like I don't even know over definitely, ten years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never known you to really be in a relationship. Oh man, <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> so so tell me what single life has been like for you and and how you know versus when i first met you what uh-huh. 10 12 years ago versus now like what's what's the experience been like well just to put people up on game a little bit i've noticed that what helps the most is keeping your relationships private okay so like everybody doesn't have to be in it you know and everybody doesn't have to know what what's going on behind closed doors cuz i think it you, you kind of protect yourself from all the hate that might come. So during that time you've known me, I have had a few relationships, but it's been, you know, I'm a very like separate person when I, cause I have to be in the public anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so in private, you know, I always um, value that time, you know, okay, whoever that person is will get, you know, all of me. Okay. Know? And um, I think like, but to speak to your point though, there has been a lot of single life living, mm-hmm. you know, because I have to travel a lot, you know, and I don't want to invest so much in, in a relationship because I know what that does when I have to go sometimes. You know, there's a lot of the, you know, it's just hard, you yeah. know what I'm saying, especially so. Um, but I've mastered it now. I've kind of got a, you know, and, and long distance relationships. I will be honest. I've had some of the best of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a discipline thing. You know? Yeah. So, so wait a minute. So you've mastered being single. Or you've mastered dating. What exactly have you mastered? mastered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've mastered um, dealing with, with, you know, you know, having to leave if you have to, if you're dealing, if you're dating somebody, you know, I've mastered having to leave and come back. So like, um, you know, like you used to be like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen if I leave, you know, or I don't know if, what's going to happen if I leave or whatever. But now it's kind of like it's it's. I don't really think about it too much. I I know the person well enough where they trust me. I trust them. And gotcha. um, yeah, so it's kind of that. But okay. yeah, just a little, you know, twist on, okay. uh, on uh, relationships. <laughs> All right. So now, yeah. Alex, I know. I don't I don't know you, but Mm-mm. from the very small interaction that we've had, I hear you have some really interesting stories. And your marriage is also an interesting story. So tell me a little bit about that. Like tell me okay. first tell me about your leading up to your marriage. Some of those crazy stories that you had to go through to get to where you're at now. Crazy and some may call them horrible, <laughs> terrifying. Um I was in a relationship about five or six years ago, had my daughter, and if anybody has kids, it's hard to then jump back into it if you're not with the person that you had the child with, because then, A, you have a small child that you're taking care of, mm-hmm. B, nobody wants to hear you talk about your baby, oh or I didn't gosh, want to talk my about baby it. did this, my no, baby, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that, so... I didn't do anything for a year, two years, and then all of a sudden this thing called Tinder popped up. I'm like, okay, what is this? Because Match.com, all those other websites, it seemed weird to me. I'm like, mm-mm, I'm not getting on the internet. I, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm 30. The internet dating was kind of like, what? People mm-hmm. are meeting each other on, is this like AOL, Instant <laughs> Messenger? Because that was weird when I was a kid. <laughs> And um, so I got on Tinder and did that thing where you have a lot of conversations and it was it opened up. It just made me realize, OK, I might be sitting in my 
bedroom in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but I can talk to, I don't need to be, at, my baby is asleep in the other room. I'm bored. Let me sit here and see what I can talk to. So mm-hmm. you just get people saying the craziest shit to you mm-hmm. from weird pickup lines um, to just strange facts about themselves. <laughs> like, yes. did you know that I once ate five pineapples at one sitting? It's like, why the fuck? I don't care about that. <laughs> so I also learned how to be First, I thought you had to respond to everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, really? <laughs> how, how was that? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, 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 no. And then after that, I went on some some strange dates. Tell me um, your craziest date. Think, 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 think. Or one of your craziest dates. I don't think that they're necessarily crazy. It's more that Tinder sets a specific expectation, I think, for some people. Oh, yeah. And Tinder's like the booty call app, right? It, 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 I mean, I think that it was, but we'll get in, like, I met my husband on Tinder. Yeah. And so it kind of, I think, depends on what you're looking for. But um, it's just a quintessential. You go out on a date. You spend some time playing. Like, I went on one where I played pinball. I hate pinball. I can't play <laughs> pinball. And I'm, and I'm sitting there having those conversations, like, oh, yeah. what do you like? Okay. Meanwhile, everybody that I, if you go somewhere where you know people, people are like, well, who is it? Yeah. Are you out with a Tinder person right now? Oh making eyes at you. Like, oh, yeah. So did Maybe, you, did probably. the person know that you didn't like pinball? I don't know. You know, let, I me don't tell, know. So let me tell you. So I met this guy Mm-mm. last year and he was like talking to me for a while, trying to get me to go on a date with him. And then finally I was like, all right, whatever. And he was like, okay, cool. Do you like cigar bars? And I was like, hell nah. <laughs> and I don't like cigar bars. Like that shit's gross. And he's like, okay, cool. And then, he fucking had me meet him at a cigar bar. So I'm sitting here like, <laughs> are you serious right now? And like everything about him just, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why would you bring me here? This, you're such a fucking. You already knew. Yeah. You already knew. Yeah. But now that I think of it, the craziest Tinder experience was definitely meeting my husband. He sent me a message, not through Tinder. He saw my Snapchat name. Like I had all the different things on yeah. my phone. Sent me a message through Snapchat. And was like, tell me a song to play, any song. And I'm like, it was right around the time that Hotline Bling came out. Uh-huh. And I figured everybody knows this song. Everybody, everybody. I'm like, okay, Drake, Hotline Bling. Little did I know, he did not know that song <laughs> at all. But he sends me this this video of him playing Hotline Bling on a saxophone. And I'm like, okay, who is this goofy looking <laughs> white guy sending me this like saxophone Lisa Simpson thing? So he... He sent that to me and I was like, okay, this is interesting. He goes, I'm going to call, what's your phone number? I'm going to call you and we're going to talk. I'm going to call you in 50 minutes. I'm like, no, you're not. Did he actually say we're going to talk? Yeah. He's like, we're going to talk. What were the options if he called you? I'm like, I'm not, I hate the phone. So what do you think was it like? Because he was just so assertive and just like, hey, I'm going to call you. We're going to talk. And I mean, it was just like he was leading the way. It was why not? Yeah. Like, this is weird. You're not coming at me with some strange mm. facts. You're not coming mm-hmm. at me with, hey, how are you? She's dropping knowledge, guys. Listen. So you felt <laughs> like he was transparent. I did feel like he was transparent. And it was just something different. Like, mm-hmm. you just sent me this message through Snapchat that was showing me something about you. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now I know that this person, A, I know what they look like more than just the pictures that you put on a dating app. Because it's a video. Right. I think social media is good for weeding out people that you may or may not like mm-hmm. and playing a song and it was good like it was good <laughs> i'm like okay good, uh, okay 
that right. good for you. He's like, I'm gonna call you in 15 minutes. I said, okay. He goes, if you don't, if you don't want to talk to me, you can hang up on me. I go, okay, fine. He called me and we talked for like three hours. Wow, three hours, and it was just very authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Oh, so what do you like to do? He asked me. I don't remember the specifics of the conversation, but I know that it was an immediate sense of, okay, this is someone that I can talk to Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And it wasn't game. Like he, right. Yeah. Let's just get into another conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I think we talked, like, uh, talked a couple, like a couple nights after that. And then, (laughs) and then our first, our first date was very, Tinder-esque where (laughs) I was at a point in my life where I was working a lot. Um, My baby was in school. Like, she was taken care of. I wanted to go out to dinner Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have good sex. That's all I cared about. (laughs) I didn't need a husband. I didn't need anybody to take care of me. I wanted those two things. Yeah. We couldn't go out to dinner. So I was like, well, I'll come over. (laughs) I'll come over. He was like, okay, okay. So So our first date and I'm sorry if he hears this because I know he was kind of funny about me telling the story. Our first date was me just coming over to his house like early in the right. morning because we had talked on the phone. Like, let's just see if we're compatible physically. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because now I live in the house that I came to. Like, we we live there now together. Right. And I pulled in the spot that our neighbor always parks in. And he pulled up like the neighbor pulled up and was looking at me like, <laughs> who are you? And I kind of just like looked at him like I'm going in here. You know? <laughs> and now whenever I see him, I'm like, I'm the wife now. <laughs> like, it worked out. <laughs> so that's, that I mean, is hilarious. That's the craziest date. Like, who just that got crazy? I texted wow. my friends like, um, just so you know, um, I'm going on this booty call. I know it's 7 a.m. Don't don't ask <laughs> don't ask me any questions. But here's the address, just in case you never hear from me again. Wow, because I might die. That's crazy. <laughs> and then it worked out. So how long ago was that? Mm-hmm. A year and a half, some change. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so so let's hear from from you, Juan. Tell me a little bit about some of your experiences. Give us a male perspective. Um, well, I think uh, number one, authenticity is always important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better to be authentic than impressive. I think that kind of speaks to her mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And I also believe um, in in treating serious notions serious. Mm-hmm. I think that um, relationships are important. I think that um, foundation and stability is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and however you receive that is okay. What I don't think is important is um, needing validation from other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that you must enjoy things the way that they are meant to be enjoyed and live in the moment. Um, like she said about her date, she was just feeling the energy. Mm-hmm. You have to vibe out with people and feel the energy. And And I think that if you stop trying to make something what you feel like it should be mm-hmm. and just embrace what's happening around you, um, you can have a lot of successful relationships. I think even the most creepiest guy on tinder who's trying to lace as many booty calls as possible still wants uh say kim kardashian to message him and say let's get married like Mm -hmm. deep down inside he Mm -hmm. still wants to be wowed and have his eyebrow raised Mm -hmm. by you know princess charming so to speak so i think everybody is looking for that uh sense of of feeling special Mm -hmm. by being embraced Mm -hmm. by somebody Mm -hmm. at the same time that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody you share two for 20 with at Applebee's is your soulmate. <laughs> right. Pretty for much. Sure. You have to be um, comfortable in uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it comes to politics, religion, relationship, romance, That's anything so that true. you're doing, there, there's great power 
and uncertainty and comfort in that. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind the people that are just enjoying Tinder as an mm-hmm. app, just mm-hmm. having fun. Uh, mm-hmm. People that keep their relationships in private because I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for you to have your own level of privacy and be able to enjoy your ego sure. without bringing it into your relationship. Thank you. Right. Um, so I think that all that's important. So um, just, you know, I, 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 I do the same thing. I enjoy myself. I have a good time, but I'm not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to be. I think about maybe like uh, seven or eight years ago, man, I just decided that I wasn't going to be the reason why people were upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it's all about. And, and what's so crazy is, is that. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead. Ring the bell. <laughs> if you. And, and what's so funny is, is that there's somebody who will deal with any level of whatever energy you bring to them. Mm-hmm. It's your job to find them. You know what I mean? And I, and, and, and just think about this. Like, out of everybody who's with somebody who's married or who's in a relationship, how many people do you think are really actually with the person that they are meant to be with, like, universally? That's mm. some real shit. You know shit. what I mean? Yeah. So, so even though, <laughs> you know, even though you might be with the person that you're infatuated with and you mm. might spend a lot of time with, with them, that doesn't necessarily mean that you scoured the world. Your girl could be in a cave. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. sweetness. But something. so let's you know speak I mean? to that though, because yeah. I think that people sometimes are in really good relationships or or good relationships, and they still feel like, well, I got you know such and such many followers on Instagram, or I connect with so many people on Facebook, or I meet so many people when I'm out and about. So like potentially there's while they're in a situation, they're still entertaining the idea of there's someone being out there because there's this false sense of opportunity now because there's you're connected to so many people. Well, yeah, that's one thing is and and every every guy under the age of 40 thinks he's Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Like he thinks one day he's going to hit the gym, get the abs, make the million dollars, have the threesomes. It's all going to be awesome. But the reality is, is that um, when you leave with ego, it never works out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and as mm-hmm. many times as you have to experience that to learn the lesson, mm-hmm. you will repeat that mm-hmm. over and over again until you get it universally. That's just how the universe works. If you don't learn something in an mm-hmm. experience, then you're bound to repeat it. Right. So I think that even, you know, what, what even makes a person like Kim Kardashian so powerful as a celebrity is that she can manage that mm-hmm. power as to where me and you, mm-hmm. three people get on our Instagram and say, <laughs> We ain't nothing and we cussing them out. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's great power in being able to manage your ego Mm -hmm. and being able to separate that from what's really important, like your foundation. If it's Mm -hmm. really your foundation, if it's not, I I believe in don't pretend things are serious that isn't. Right. So that means that mm-hmm. just because me and you go on three or four dates, don't cut off everybody that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Because, number one, I don't own you. Right. You're an independent woman. You can do what you want to do. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's where it's important. You have to really be honest about what you want. You have to be honest with the other person about what you're doing because I, I think, like, when you're dealing with it, that's what's been hard for me because I've been married basically half my life. I got married at 16 the first time I was married for, what, like six years. And then I got <laughs> married again at 22 or 23 and I was married for like another eight years. So basically I've been married for a combination of like, I don't know, 15 years or so when I'm 32. So I came out and I'm like dating. I'm like, shit, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, it's not like. Because when I was first going through it, and so my girl's like, maybe you should just not date. And I, when I say dating, I literally mean like we're going out on dates, not like I'm really talking to anybody like that. So I'm dating. They're like, maybe you should just like not date. And I'm like, no, there's so many like great options, though. It's like walking by all of this great food and not like partaking. It's like, mm-hmm. why would I pass up the opportunities to get to know these people? But at the same time, then it's like, OK, so when do you decide 
I'm going to stop talking to other people. So for me, I have my boundaries. So I need to make that clear when I'm talking to somebody like, okay, so this is what I'm doing. Where's your head at? You, but you have to be honest. You can't move forward thinking like, oh, we're exclusive. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's like still messing with other people. And you can't tell a girl what you think she wants to hear and say, oh, it's just me and you, but you still entertain another females because that's just going to bring problems. Right. Like you just have to be honest about the situation because in some circumstances, like y'all might be on the same page, but if you're telling her what you think she wants to hear, then you're just setting up false expectations. Well, well here's the deal is mm-hmm. that you can't, you can't make your ego my responsibility. Okay, your happiness is within you. you right. have, I have to be your icing. I can't be your cake. For sure. So you have to understand that if I'm OG player when you met me, you should champion that and I should champion you. Don't get into a situation where I have to now tuck my personality as a human being. For sure. You know what I mean? In order to appease you. And that, and I'm not saying that me personally. I'm saying if you're a woman and you like getting your Instagram likes, then your man should be sharing your picture. If he ain't sharing your picture, then he not the one for you. And he might be a great guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could be with Morris Chestnut, but if he's not championing your hey, dreams, if he's not championing your ambitions, no matter how ludicrous they may seem, you know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. that's not the guy that you want to build with right. because now you have to tuck away mm-hmm. your ambitions in order mm-hmm. to appease this person. And that that's false premonition off top. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're going to lose every time because either A, you're going to have to give up your dream. I don't care if you want to be a juggler. If you want to be a clown and you want to be a juggler and your girl don't support you being a juggler, then you need to find a new girl because best believe there's a clown out there for you. Right. You know what I mean? And people need to understand <laughs> that and start just, you know, thinking like, oh, this guy is cute mm-hmm. or this person does what I want. And mm-hmm. then they come up with this false sense of betrayal because a person is just being humanistic. Exactly. It's very mm-hmm. inhumanistic mm-hmm. for you not to desire with lust. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's very inhumanistic yeah. for you not to speak to half of the gender race of the population mm-hmm. on Earth. Mm-hmm. You know sure. what I mean? So yeah. there's but only have unrealistic expectations, but also just keep it real. Just be really authentic and yeah. understand what you want and communicate that. So we have a couple of questions from mm-hmm. social, but first I want to give Devon an opportunity because yeah. I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but you are the youngest person at the table. Right. So I want to yeah. hear what your perspective is being like <laughs> new into the world and like you kind of grew up in a different era. So right. and that's mm-hmm. a, that's another point mm-hmm. that's uh, important here too. Though. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So so as far as uh just as far as dates, I want to get into dates first. It doesn't have to be like a dinner date all the time. Like with me, I'll say I like, like get get to know her interests. Then I'll be like, okay, what do you like to do? Do you like to go um, like jet skis? Like it doesn't have to be anything that fancy, but you know, that's you know pretty what I mean? fancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it could be go karts. We can go out for bowling. Anything, you know what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't have to be like a set dinner date every time. For like sure. you can get out of the uh, habit of traditional or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as far as like dating, as me personally. I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm not on Tinder or anything. People ask me all the time, like, oh, well, you're like young, so why aren't you on Tinder? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's a lot of weird people out there. So. I, I think no, you're the man Alex. if people <laughs> ask you if you're on Tinder, like yeah. they see right. you in person. Right. Like, you on Tinder? Yeah. It's like an icebreaker, huh? <laughs> I think that's, that's a good point about mm-hmm. dates, though. I think that, um, man, be creative, guys, especially like, Cause I'm kind of old fashioned in the sense that I would never approach a guy ever, ever. I do expect a guy to approach Ooh. me ever. I wouldn't cause I'm like old fashioned. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't even flirt with guys. Like if I see a guy that I find attractive, I'm not going to like smile and bat my eyes. I just like, okay, well, if he finds me attractive, like he'll talk to me. And if okay. Not, so you're we'll not even going to give any nonverbal signs Nothing. at all. See, and, and see, that's, that's where a guy like me that's confident in who I am. 
No nonverbal. I'm keeping it moving. But that's probably why I don't ever get hit on in real life. Like, well, my, well, my, my thing is being no, old fashioned is not having a cell phone in 2018. <laughs> well, yeah, like you're saying. you're only crippling yourself. You know right. what I mean? Look somebody in the eye and say what you mean and speak well, your mind. Yeah, you know but I mean? like it's just. I am who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm getting more comfortable, but I'm still, like, I probably never talk to a dude like that. And, like, I do, I'm getting, before I used to have, you know, the wrestling bitch face. So when I was out and about, nobody would talk to me because I just looked like I would cut someone. Now I'm, like, my face is a little softer. I try to be, oh, hey, how are you? I'll do small talk. Um, But, yeah, I just, I can't see myself ever really, and let like. Let me ask you a question, Amber. What has kind of made you ease up just a little bit with that? Has it been your experiences? Has it? I think it's been you... a combination of things. I think it's been in my experiences. I think it's also just where I'm at in life right now. I'm like, um, I don't know. I'm just nicer <laughs> as a person. Like, I really used to be like, fuck everybody before. Like, I don't want to deal with you. Now I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know people are people you know i was i don't know i just i'm i've changed i've grown mm-hmm. i've matured i'm a little bit more um confident in myself and so i'm i'm not such a bitch i guess i don't know to make a long story <laughs> short um but so what we're gonna do actually right now is before we get into the uh questions from social we're gonna go ahead and jump into the break and actually the song that we're about to play is called picture us and it is by christian nelson oh. who is here <laughs> in the studio yeah. talking to us and so this song, um, yeah. it's a little older. And I actually, I think I've seen you perform this song many, many years ago. But I used yeah. to love this song. Like, yeah. I used to play this shit too much, more than I like to admit. Like, I love this song. So I, I think it's um, appropriate for the show today. So I hope y'all enjoy it. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. Yeah. 
we're back. So I hope y'all enjoy that again. That's Christian Nelson. Mm-hmm. Picture us. And so we got a couple of questions from social, from Facebook Live, if y'all are watching. If not, y'all need to. Um, and we're, the first question we're going to answer is, how do you meet people if you're not on a dating app? And Devon is going to talk about this. We were talking about it on a break. Yeah. So uh, people always ask me, like I said, am I on Tinder or not? I'm like, no, I'm not in any match.com, anything like that. And like, so how do you meet people? So me personally, I just think uh, whatever industry I'm in, like I do a lot of public speaking, not really public speaking, but I'm out all the time talking to people, whether it be on a podcast show or anything like that. And uh, I just feel like you're naturally going to meet that person for you if you're not into dating apps and stuff like that. Whatever industry you're in, I feel like it's just going to naturally happen. You're going to have the same interests and stuff like that. So so that, that brings me to another question. So what about mixing business with pleasure? I'm sure you have this issue. Obviously, if you're talking about that's how you meet people, you're going to have this issue. I know I've had this issue. So what what are your thoughts on that? You meet somebody, maybe y'all are working on a project together. Then you start to develop feelings or whatever, whatever. Like, do you move forward with both? Do you choose one? What do you do? That's a tough one. Yeah. They are violent. I mean, okay. So mixing business and pleasure. Um, I mean, because, you know, there's accountability, right? Because basically, um, and and I can just speak from experience, it can get tricky. Um, You've got to, everyone has to be accountable. Because it's not just my choice, it's her choice too, right? Well, right. That's what we're if we're speaking, male to female, female yeah. right? I'm just saying it's a new it's a new day. Yeah. Um so that's that's kinda how I feel. Every accountability is key, communication is key. Um and um no one can point the finger if we made the we we right. made, both made the right. choice. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. You got anything to add to that? I think it's about uh the name on the front of the jersey and not the name on the back. You mm-hmm. have to be a team. You have to understand um, that public perception is important and uh, it, it's crippling. You know what I mean? If you guys don't have a sense of trust and communication and loyalty between what you two stand for, then you open up the gate, uh, the floodgates for things to enter into your relationship that could be crippling to your relationship in the long term. So I think that, you know, every time you walk out of the house, you have a sense of, yo, no matter what, it's me and you. We'll figure it out when we get home. You know what hey. I mean? Have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that you protect each other's interests, protect each other's business. Don't sacrifice the bag for nothing. You know what I mean? We can we can we can we can figure it out <laughs> when we get home. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I'm out, I, I'm making you look like the queen at all times. You know what I mean? You yes. do the same for me. Right. Pr- pr- protect protect Protected. myself. Right. Don't 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 leave me on an island where I have to defend myself egotistically right. because you're not giving me a sense of security. Yeah. That's on social media. Mm-hmm. That's in the business world. That's right. on anything. Nobody wants to look like a fool Absolutely. at the end of the day. That's it's, my biggest thing. Don't don't embarrass me. My whole thing mm-hmm. is like everybody like, "Oh my god, Beyoncé and Jay-Z is a power couple." Listen, let me tell you something. I am not Beyonce. You are not Jay-Z. I am not Cardi. You are not Offset. There will be none of that shit. I'll be motherfucking damned if I get embarrassed out here. It's not happening. Like, no. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I feel like, you know, speaking on Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're in a situation where they're so deep into the business. Like, their relationship is their business. Like, they they have mm-hmm. to figure it out. They don't necessarily have to, but, damn, it's a lot of pressure. That's a that's a situation I wouldn't even want to have to face if I was Beyonce. I'd be, mm-hmm. like, cutting him all types of, like... Put me in this situation to have to make this choice when my whole life, my business, my feel, my emotions, like literally everything that I eat, breathe, sleep, and like live is right on this. Hell no, nah, don't do that. 
Just keep it real, yeah. But that's why, but it's hard. But I think they're, to be, having said that though, on the other hand, they are a power couple and they do incredibly well and they are building a legacy. So on that aspect, I think that, you know, just like even Michelle and Barack Obama, or whatever, like that power couple status is huge. That's huge. You can definitely do more. I think, you know, you good all by yourself, but you're definitely better if you have somebody that can compliment you and balance you out. But don't embarrass the fucking person. Right. You probably could speak to this business and pleasure, you know, being married. Right. Like, I mean, not we have a, one of the reasons our relationship works really well is because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm out there working on my shit all the time and it's a kind of about me and I'm a very forward facing person and he um is more of a I mean he works in the he works for the military so he's very much involved in that and he doesn't need to be out meeting people talking to people and we've had conversations recently where because I'm, I'm since I'm an entrepreneur, I expect everybody to be an entrepreneur, right? Like, I'm like, well, why aren't you out here making your own business? Why are you working for somebody else? That doesn't make sense. And I had this epiphany like, no, I don't need another entrepreneur. I don't yeah. need a Jay-Z. I need somebody that's going to support me, that's going to be there for me when I'm not happy, mm-hmm. outgoing, ready to come to a podcast and talk to people about my personal life. Somebody yeah. that is there for me when I'm like, I can't do this. I don't mm-hmm. believe in myself. And so for us... That's what works. We yeah. don't need to have two type A or yeah. like. And that's the thing. Like for everybody is different. And mm-hmm. it's about finding that balance and mm-hmm. finding your counterpart. That's like, okay, they, they compliment the things that I'm kind of, the areas mm-hmm. that I'm lacking or where I need, they fill those needs. And then I do that for them. So it might not be too powerful people. It might mm-hmm. be somebody that's, you know, but at the end of the day, it's all about finding the balance. Um, mm-hmm. We do have another question. Uh, how do you, how do you tell somebody you're not interested without offending them? I, you cannot be worried about offending other people. You just can't. It's not. It is not your responsibility to make sure that they don't cry. Yeah, it's just not. There is a political good, way love, to say enjoy. things. Though. I'm yeah, just kidding. there is a political way, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, there is a political way to say things. Yeah, I mean, some people don't care, and right. you know, so there's always that. You know, you could, you know, they don't mind if your feelings are hurt. But uh, I mean, I mean, I, I know there's ways to let people down, and it's worked just as effectively. Yeah, I think like, I mean, if it depends on what level you're at. If you're just, they're just trying to talk to you. You're just like, oh, I'm just not really interested in getting to know anybody. Like, that's my thing. That's what I say all the time. Just like, I'm not really interested in getting to know anybody like that right now. Um, mm-hmm. So now I'm just giving away my secrets. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's the fucking line that I use on people I don't want to talk to. And then, um, you know, if we get to the point where we're dating, but it's just, I'm like, yo, you cool? It's out. Like, we, and I do, like, I've dated people where we've gone on dates and we have a great time and they cool and I'm cool, but it's just, it's not a love connection. It's just like mm-hmm. a friendly, like, you're, we can be friends because we're fucking cool, but like, I just thank you, but no thank you kind of thing. Like, right. and you just do. You I feel just like be you honest. just have to be honest. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just be honest. Because even if it's like okay, you break up with someone, and it's like uh, when people say, uh, "It's not you, it's me," but uh, do you still want to be friends? Like, don't say, "Do you want to be friends?" If you don't want to be friends right. with that person, be a hundred percent honest. Like, and you ain't got to say it's not you, it's me. Just be yeah. like this. I don't feel whatever I think I'm supposed to be feeling right now. It's right. just not working for me. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be anybody's fault, or it doesn't have to. You know, you don't have to do that. It's no. just. Sometimes you can get along. Like I've dated people where I've like, damn, like they have all their shit together. They mark all the little boxes on paper. I'm like, perfect, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hey. But I just like when we're, like we're we have fun, but it's just I don't feel anything. You know what I'm saying? And you want to feel something. I'm a passionate person, so I need like, nah, I need passion. And if I'm not feeling that, then I'm like, okay, you know, it's been real, but it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other question that we have is that, um, do women? still enjoy chivalry do women still enjoy being wined and dined and gifted and being treated like a lady doors opened 
gas pump. I'm asking Alex because she's the only other. I mean, Jessica's here. She can chime in at any time. But <laughs> I would say yes. I think that women still want to be and deserve to be respected. Um, and that can be shown in all sorts of ways. But I think very simple gestures like opening up a car door, um, you know, just being polite, like a lot of like politeness has gone out the window. Agreed. And I'm like, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. And I think even if you're going to have a relationship where it's not serious, there's still a level of respect yeah. where you are at least saying, I value you as an individual. And, you know, like, I'm not just going to treat you like you don't matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important yeah. to uh, move with grace. It's important to be compassionate. And mm-hmm. also, one thing that guys don't really understand is you'd be surprised how unnormal normality is. <laughs> like, just simple thoughts, like she said, opening the car yeah. door or just being an empathetic human being. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many guys, like, you know, if you ever get the opportunity and you're hanging with your homegirl, like, and she's going through Tinder, like, look at the guys that's like, Shirt off with the fish in her hand and the gym and the, what is with they the got fish? the AK forty seven and all this kind of you know you'd be surprised <laughs> how much just being a respectful human being yeah. goes a long way For sure. in two thousand eighteen. That's the thing. Year. I think men. I I feel like so I. I try not to consume too much on Facebook, but I do be reading some shit. And it's a lot of, for some reason, it's a lot of men on my timeline that be like, oh, my God, I'm single. Oh, my God, like, girls are crazy and they don't appreciate good men anymore. And, da, 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 da. and it's just like, I'm like, when the fuck did men become some crybabies? Like, I feel like everybody is like. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And I'm just like, and women are becoming savage. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. And that is, that is, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Because no, if they, I get going, I'm going to go. Well, so. well let's, why have they become savage? I think because we're jaded, like we have really we were in this situation where we we I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We were just we were the Mm -hmm. stereotypical like woman. So we we kind of stayed in our lane. We played our role. We wasn't we weren't um, as exposed, I think, to culture and stuff. And guys would go out and hang with the boys and do Mm -hmm. this stuff. They would be. But girls would be at home. They would be taking they would be doing their thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we got tired of it as Mm -hmm. a whole. And so now women are empowered. Women are acting like dudes. Women are being like trying to be alpha. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm a little old fashioned. So I'm I'm like I'm a very independent woman, all of that stuff. However, Mm -hmm. I still feel like, of course, I definitely appreciate when a man opens the door for me um if they walk on the side of the street with the cars if they pump my gas like all of that stuff not to say that i expect i kind of do at this point (laughs) honestly i kind of do expect it i'm not gonna lie Mm. um i just think at this point Mm. i do expect that because i'm gonna do i'm gonna cook for you i'm gonna do all of those womenly things you know what i'm saying because i am a little bit old fish and that's just the type of situation I'm, i'm in not to say that i haven't talked to people who haven't you know opened the door and shit but would i do it again probably not like honestly like i just like once you get a taste you're like mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm not opening my shit ever again i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but no i think you know people just again you being being authentic to who you are being realistic about your expectations and saying if the dude doesn't open the door and be like hey you know i really appreciate you know mm-hmm. being treated like a lady and you know maybe there's some things that you like too i mean you have to really have those open conversations now and i think you know hopefully we we shift back to where we're kind of finding this balance and men aren't going crazy and women aren't like being savages and and we get back to like just being normal loving caring people yeah that's kind of what i was going to say i actually disagree with how with your sentiments in that regard because i think that saxophone guy over here Mm -hmm. could just 
be some goofy guy that she just enjoys spending all her time with. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that there has to be a list of requirements for what you do for me. Oh, for sure. I don't need you to cook for me. I got this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What I need is your time. What yeah. I need is your companionship. Agreed. Your appreciation. So, yeah. So, so Agreed. my whole thing is, is that I think mm. that, and I'm not speaking to you directly because I, I, I know that you were being silly, but I think that a lot of people in real life mm. have a certain level of expectations. You can't expect more out of anybody except for the person in the mirror. Mm, for the sure. only person you can expect more from is yourself. What you need to do is you need to surround yourself with like-minded individuals Absolutely. to think the way sure. that you think. Sure, sure. And embrace those people rather than looking for somebody to provide you a level of happiness that you don't possess on your own. Agreed. And I'm not saying that that's what you were saying, but what I'm saying is, is that that's what I see on my social media. Yes. There's a lot of girls hoping that a man comes in and cures their depression. Yeah, this fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hope, mm-hmm. Hoping that this guy wants to wow them on the trip of their life for a date. Yeah. You know what I mean? For what? It, that's that's <laughs> right. not that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. What it, because one, once somebody invests in you, mm-hmm. then they own you. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person where me and you can just sit and have a conversation. Right. And me and you can build on ideas and share perspectives and learn from each other and champion each other. Mm-hmm. And you get a, a sense of security from a conversation and communicating with me. And you feel like you can trust me. If you break your leg, you know I can drive you to the hospital and you're going to be all right. But mm-hmm. that's, but that's, but seriously, but what you're saying. So I was reading this article on um, Huffington Post or whatever. And it was about the science of love. And it talked about how back in the day, like all of these different cultures had these basically when you fell in love it was like you lost a piece of you so it was like one culture said like you lost your kidney or piece of your kidney or something weird it was just like you lost a piece of you it wasn't something that built you so that's why a lot of cultures centered their marriages around a business transaction so and obviously that's still in a lot of cultures to this day people get married for business reasons mm-hmm. um in the western civilization the united states we are the only ones who really still marry for love for the most part versus business we married for business yeah Yeah, and so like i i seriously i mean when my ex-husband and i it was like a business like we were married for business and when we tried to make it an emotional connection or whatever it was like it just didn't work and so i kind of left that situation thinking okay so the way to get married and have a successful marriage is to just do it as a business transaction and not involve too much emotion but i'm changing my view now but i think when you're in a the relationship like that for so long you just look at it that way um but to what you were saying in terms of being able to sit and build on something to build a conversation it's it's hard because i think a lot of times women especially maybe men too but women have these checklists like i said earlier you meet all the little checks you got this you got that okay 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 women do that and you feel like okay so logistically he makes sense on paper we should get married because he fits all of these boxes and whatever but do you have that connection are you safe are you comfortable can you balance each other out can you help each other so at the end of the day all those stupid things on the checkbox don't matter if you fall in real love and you have that deep connection that soul connection that spiritual bond yeah yeah what what i was gonna say technical the the, the end of that sentence is is that and including the fact that the divorce rate is at an all-time high. Yeah. yeah. So right. you have to understand that what comes along with this level of expectations. You know what I mean? It, it when it stop anything that you're doing in life, I don't care if it's this podcast place. Once it loses its passion mm-hmm. and no longer becomes organic and becomes a money grab or whatever it is or mm-hmm. becomes a fame grab, it's, it's, it's you flip the hourglass from right. that point on. Mm-hmm. At the moment that it loses its authenticity, you have flipped the hourglass and it's only a matter of time before the sand runs out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. If I ask this woman right here, I say, when did you decide 
that you no longer wanted a husband and wanted to be a wife? That's two different. That's a that's a powerful question because every woman on social media wants mm-hmm. a husband, mm-hmm. but not every woman on social media wants to be a wife. Amen. You know what I mean? So, so you, you have to be passionate okay. in what you're doing and stop loving as an investment. That's why women feel a, a false sense of betrayal because they feel like this guy isn't turning over on my investment that I put mm, into him. I've put a level of loyalty and time and love and affection into this guy, and it should pay off in this way. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy was the guy that I thought was going to be this, that, and the third, and he's turning out to be otherwise. That's why I said it's not important if this guy is opening mm-hmm. your car door and pumping your gas because every woman that's listening to this podcast right now has been with that guy. It was extremely impressive mm-hmm. for the first six months yeah. until he got the raw dog in it a few times a week <laughs> and then he decided he wanted something new. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then all that, all that and, and the window. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So and so let's not get so fairy tale by the first three weeks or right. the first, exactly. for, right. first month you know it's like going into it and like saying like okay everything looks good so far let's cultivate the relationship and like for me anybody that I build a relationship with we're talking about how can we make a bag together ultimately like and it doesn't even have to be it could be incentive based whatever it is but we're talking about how we can build Absolutely. and cultivate a personal relationship you know what yeah. I mean so so that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. And like, so I like I saw this meme and I think I shared it on social. It was like, um, like fuck going out on dates or something. Like I'm trying to let's build a. I don't damn. Stop. I don't damn. I don't even remember what it said, but it was something <laughs> along the lines of like you know fuck going out to eat and and you know sleeping together or whatever. Let's build an empire together or some shit like that. I, saw I feel that, like yeah. I think I saw yeah. that too. Yeah. I'm like that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like yo, like going out to eat is cool. Like going on dates, you know. But I'm like let's build, and I don't even necessarily mean build an empire, or build a legacy or brand or whatever, which is cool. I definitely am gonna do that because I'm doing that on my own. So mm-hmm. if you with me, mm-hmm. you know we rocking together. But mm-hmm. let's build something like incredible, spiritual, emotional, like soulful. Let's build that. Let's build something that's you know intangible. That's not. It's not in the real world. It's not social. It's not none of that. It's just, you know, like that's I think and everybody's looking for that. But again, I think it's just all of this noise with this idea of having options and you've got people in your face and it's hard to focus on what you've got and focus on building it. As Between we said social earlier. media and, ego, and I was just going to say, that. yeah, that that that's a real thing. I'm going to tell you this and everybody take this with you. You can always tell how mentally weak a person is. If they have no ability to champion the people around them. In other words, like mm-hmm. there's girls like Instagram models that want your like every day. They post a picture. They want your like, mm-hmm. but they'll never like your picture. Right. right. They'll never speak Come on, on your business. <laughs> they'll never champion anything. Let's that not you make got it that petty. On. Come on. Yeah, now. They, they just want to take from you. People come will come around you for your energy. Mm-hmm. They'll come around you to steal your vibe so that they can build themselves up. That's crippling depression. Right. Yeah. It's just showing up late. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. When, when you really at peace and and mentally sure. strong, you champion everybody around you. Absolutely. You're able to yeah. show love. This is true. Absolutely. So if you can't, if you are incapable of loving mm-hmm. for whatever reason, if you Talk fear being betrayed, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. have bad experiences, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You might want to reconsider your priorities as far as a relationship because you might be looking for more energy than you're willing to give. give. Exactly. Yeah, this like for like stuff. Come on, yeah. man. You just and, and like, I feel like I want to kind of speak to my generation. I yeah. feel like chivalry is kind of dead sure. because if I go out, like even if it's the person just my friend, I'll like open doors, be like really nice to the person. They're like, "Oh, you're amazing. Why don't you? Or how are you single still?" I'm like, 
I'm, I'm just I'm just being me. Yeah. And then uh, to speak to what you were talking about building an empire, I think uh, when people are young, they focus on like lust or whatever. They're yeah. like trying to get in a relationship. How many people are like in their DMs or whatever? But I feel like people should just kind of uh, how do I say this? Like like you said, build an empire with the person. Don't just focus on like what do the girls do? Like ninety day rule. Like you don't sleep with the person. Just get to know mm-hmm. someone and then yeah. build off of that, and then you can do whatever afterwards. Yeah, and I will say, look, look girls. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but girls, we do. We have checklists. We have rules. We have all this shit right. that we go about. And that was me for the longest time. And then I got to the point now where I'm just like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to do whatever makes sense. Well, and my like, question I is, did it rules. work? The rules didn't, didn't work. work. I got married. Don't do it if it don't work. Goal. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm saying like the goal for me, okay, so I was married, but was I in a healthy, happy relationship? Uh, no. Right. I was just married and I had the American dream, but it was really not though you know what i mean so now i'm like i would rather be fulfilled and happy and if that means sleeping with a guy after two weeks so fucking what and if it means you thank you or because, on the first tinder day or whatever because amen. At the end like of if that's day, what you want to do if you hey. wait 90 days and i hate you i'm leaving on the 91st what if you wait 90 days and the sex <laughs> really is wet though what like, if you invested is, 90 days and the sex it, is terrible like what do you do at that point then just, you, then that's you, an important then you, part then you learn that love is not an investment or you'll repeat it yeah, you just you gotta <laughs> go with do. what makes sense for you and just be smart. And just for on the flip side, it's okay, women still to shoot for the stars. You know what I mean? As far yeah. as like, it, that's cool. Like, yeah. we there you don't have to do you don't have to settle. You just know that the times that we're in now, though, you're gonna deal with whatever that brings to the table. Like, so, um, you know, you you want the um the A list guy, okay? You know, um, to get there. Um, and I kind of I lost my thought for a minute here, so <laughs> I can pick it up. But I'm just saying, you can shoot for the stars, and it can be okay. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but you know, yeah. Just be I, clear: uh, Disney princesses are not real, <laughs> and rap music is not a form of education. Thank you. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all thank y'all so much so we we gotta wrap up i want everybody i got a few questions about who everybody is so i want everybody to go back and reintroduce themselves so we have on mike whatever doesn't matter we have <laughs> devon piercefield all right and then we have over here next to me if you'd like to know more about me follow me at facebook.com slash i am don juan okay and can we shout out for those listening on the podcast you can follow the show at 30 flirty and thriving without the g no thriving 30 flirty and thriving on instagram or amber boone on facebook and um, or the best Amber. You can just look at the best Amber anywhere except Instagram is the best Amber. Anyways, and then over here we have. Yeah, um, Christian Nelson. You can find me on Instagram, Christian Nelson Music. It's all together like that. Or you can even any of my websites, www.salute-tees.com or christiannelsonmusic.com. You can, you know, I'm right there. Perfect. <laughs> and lastly, we have Alex and I am on Instagram at one Detroit Mama. Thank y'all so much. It's been real. Yeah, thank you. All right.